Saturday Friends, we're back for another episode. Don't be spooked. It's okay. It's October now in in scheduling terms. (laughs) Hi, uh, we're the Saturday Friends Club. We are your place for nostalgic talk. And now we're doing spooky time because technically by the schedule, it's October. It's actually, it is actually Febtober now. Whoa, wait, no, that's too far in the future. Dial that time machine back, sir. Uh, hi, I'm Josh. Sabrina's here. Hello. We got Eric. I'm here. And we are chilling here in a radio station at KCRH Radio oh in Hayward, the big H-Town, Haytown. Beautiful. Spending a beautiful day inside talking about this movie. It is perfect weather yeah, to be on the radio. <laughs> to be inside. To be in fairness to us, we're still like reeling from the summer here. It's been like stinking hot. Yeah, this this week was if you if you enjoy some weather talk, uh basically Monday melted us all and by Wednesday we were cold again. Yeah, it's been crazy lately, but today it's like sunny but not very hot and there's a breeze. Basically perfect That's outside. Perfect California weather. How do you feel, Sabrina? I feel like I could take a nap. You could. You're seeming a little bit sp- you're seeming a little sleepy. Uh, maybe we could, uh, we could offer you, I mean, it's your choice. You you get to talk about your, your selection this week. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you do. Explain, it this, is. Mo- explain this movie to us. What are, what are, how do you feel about clowns? I really don't like clowns. Why don't you like clowns? You want to tell your clown story? I did tell my clown story mm. back when we did it. Well, you should tell it again because there are new listeners all the time. Clowns are creepy. Okay. And I had a big problem with them growing up. And what did you have in your room as a kid? I'm not telling. If they want to hear the whole story, they can go back and listen to the it episode. I'm not traumatic. telling the story she, again. She had a clown in her bedroom. You don't, it's no, a woven no, no. thing. Like Stop. there. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Is it was? I'm imagining it's like the the Simpsons and Bart has the clown bed. If you should die before you wake. <laughs> so yes. Sabrina doesn't like clowns, so obviously her cha- her choice for a spooky movie deals with clowns. It was never that spooky. And what is this spooky movie? Killer clowns from outer space. They we should are. say she only likes she likes scary clowns if they're Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it's a good, it's a good Tim Curry. He's I like that Tim Curry. He's a good boy. Um. All right. So what's your what's your history with killer clowns? So I actually didn't see Killer Clowns until I was a teenager. Um, uh, okay. I was visiting my aunt and uncle up near Portland, and my uncle, not only is he like really into books, but he's like a big movie buff. And I guess just like my dad, he really likes scary movies. And for some reason, he decided to put this movie on. I don't know why. We were just hanging out from the TV. Knowing you very well, apparently. And I was like, well, even then I was like, I told him, Uncle Tom, what is this movie? And he's like, it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's great. Like, okay. So I sat there and I watched it and I was like, this is just Trey Bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Really bizarre. It's French Bizarre. Just going to say, kind of weird. And so I, I don't know why, like of all the movies to pick... You picked this one, yes. I decided to pick this one because I I needed to share this crazy movie with other people. Don't worry. Sharing your inner pain sometimes is something that we do on this podcast. Sharing is caring. Yes. So. In a manner of speaking. Truth that I care. I think next time, if I ever have to watch this again, I might want to be 
drunk and or high. Because maybe it would be a little bit better. But I also feel bad because there were genuinely there were parts of this movie where when we were rewatching it where I still laughed. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's a a horror comedy. Yeah, but it's just it's so weird. I mean, I will summarize this movie as it is great background like distraction TV. Oh, this is yeah, this is something like I, I think this would be something that would be very like in to just have on at a Halloween party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just really weird. And I don't know why it's stuck in my head ever since I've seen it. And I kind of wanted an excuse to see it again, (laughs) just see if it was still just as weird. And yes, it was just as weird. I mean, I feel that this should go down into like the list of the bad horror, like the bad, good horror movies. Like I want to see Birdemic. Oh just boy. because that one is supposedly like one, it was filmed in this area. Yeah, the, like the, I remember watching Birdemic and being just really angry that it took place like in my hometown. <laughs> You're gonna like that's the knoll. Stop. Yeah, they're it. making. They're making. They're saying names. I'm like, no, stop that. That's like right near there. <laughs> stop saying that. I see that on a road sign. You got suspicions. I now work in solar panels. <clears throat> solar panels. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, had you seen it before? Eric? I had not. I'm and honestly for good... not surprised. <laughs> I don't think I know many people who've ever seen this movie. To I, be I would say it's not Birdemic. And that Birdemic was that's a, that's the that's the true like that's that's the top cream of the crust of like uh, like so bad they're good. This movie was made to be like campy and stupid. Yeah. It's yes. it's a whole, I think we were discussing this before. It's like horror comedy is a weird genre, right? Because it's inherently not taking itself seriously, but then it's also trying to scare you, which I don't think those. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a fine line between making a horror comedy. Sometimes it's hard to get the mix just right. In this movie, it just turned out to be more goofy, but. I don't know. As far as a goofy horror film, like my top tier is, of course, going to be, you know, the evil, the evil dead. Evil dead, yeah. You know, I, and yes, I know there's like two different versions. So I'm talking about the second version because the first one was meant to was a more serious version. And of course, the remake was obviously serious again. Yeah. I, but I, I'm I talking was, about the second one with Bruce Campbell. Yeah. I think That's my top tier for me. I think my top tier just right above that is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> that's oh, pretty good. That's oh, so that good. Great. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, but I feel I gotta like it's give riffing it, on those. Yeah, I yeah. gotta give it to Bruce Campbell, though. So he's always going to be at the very top. Oh, yeah, he's the best. Brucey, my boy, give me a call. So this movie... On- <laughs> if, you're, if you're out there, call us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I will return um, your call. I mean, he did do the series that was Ash versus Evil Dead that yep. we still need to watch. Um But yeah, so this one's kind of on the lower level of that for me. It's fairly low but and i don't know if i ever want to watch this movie ever again after re-seeing it i don't <laughs> i mean you you gave us two scenarios that seem like it would be a good idea inebriated in one way or the other or just in a background of like yeah, a party if it's like a movie you don't really want to you don't have to pay attention to it completely no. to understand what the heck's going on because they spend a lot of time just doing just nothing. showing the clowns being stupid Stupid or silly. So, but yeah, so we can get into it if you want. Well, let's go ahead and talk about uh, uh, 
space flight featuring uh, carnival tents. Let's talk about the fact that you can uh, kill somebody and put them in cotton candy. Uh, let's talk about the fact that this like this, this movie, like the next movie we're going to do, involves like aliens coming to Earth to menace to menace us and hunt us. Yeah, exactly. You know, start start off the space horror connection that we have, and uh, let's go ahead and talk about. Uh, being a like really curmudgeon-y cop and <laughs> being the most curmudgeon-y cop. The worst cop ever. Uh, let's talk about uh, trying to boop some clowns on the nose to stop them. Let's talk about killer clowns from outer space. putting the love in that Casio. What <laughs> happened to the rock song? I, I, I actually... Oh, there we go. Yeah, someone actually made someone sing a song about killer clowns. Yeah, it has like a theme song. I, I actually kind of dug the synthesizer, like the little like, the, there, there's like the evil clown march, like when they first are like heading into the town. And they play at a couple different other points, and like I actually kind of like that one. Oh yeah, so it was written and performed by an American punk rock band called the Dickies. Ah yes, the Dickies, <laughs> with <laughs> such uh, well-known hits as that song from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Imagine if it had been like Jello Biafra. <laughs> <laughs> it is the new Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and get into it. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a 1998 American science fiction horror comedy film written, directed, and produced by the Chiodo Brothers, starring Grant Kramer, Suzanne Snyder, John Allen Nielsen. Uh, uh, yes, I got that. And John Vernon. Uh, it is the only film to be written and directed by the Chiodo Brothers. The film is about a clan of evil aliens from an unknown region who all resemble circus clowns. They arrive on Earth and invade a small town in order to capture, kill, and harvest the human inhabitants to use as sustenance. Can I just say the tagline on the movie poster is so... The like, best. It, it, it's like it, this could be applied to anything. It's literally just it's crazy. <laughs> I mean the 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 actual image itself is pretty cool. Like it's yeah, just the, like yeah, but the tagline is just <laughs> just they were like literally going to print of like we don't have a tagline. Richard, what should we do? It's crazy. <laughs> All right, it's crazy. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, more cocaine, guys. <laughs> Come on. Okay, this might have been the only movie they directed, but they did creature effects for like other films. Okay, so they were like they're like movie they're like movie prop guys and they were like Yeah, so they did Critters, which okay, I can oh. totally see that. Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, we, which I, is why oh, yeah. they use this Yeah, we mentioned I mentioned an interesting factoid that apparently they used they reused some of the like clown heads in this to make the like some of the trolls in Ernest Scared Stupid. Um, and then they were also uh, the on the team that did Team America World Police. 
Yeah, that seems pretty pretty on point. Uh, let's see. So Killer Clowns from Outer Space was filmed in Watsonville, California. Ooh, too close for comfort. Uh, and at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, the film utilizes practical effects, including rubber suits, a uh, score, uh, John Marazzi, uh, generally positive reviews, and has been considered a cult classic. That I believe. I, I believe this is a movie that like gets passed around. Like, have you seen this movie before? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. It has had a sequel in development hell since its original release. Uh, and let's see, the Sci-Fi Channel announced in October 22nd, 2018, it is in talks to purchase the rights in order to create a film and a sequel. Of course oh, Sci-Fi would want this. No, don't do they, it. They can only Sharknado so many times. They can't even keep the good stuff going and they want this? <laughs> wow, sweetie, you're dunking on your own choice. I'm to i can make bad decisions oh, nobody good. ever said i couldn't pick a bad movie that's i just fine. had to pick something that i consider nostalgic yes that's fine listen we all have our mall rats it's okay this at least at least i'm not defending this one that's all I'm okay saying. all right well let's get into it just outside the town of crescent cove mike tobacco uh and his girlfriend debbie stone normal names <laughs> Uh, are parked with other couples at the local lover's lane where they spot a strange glowing object falling to earth. Nearby farmer Gene Green also spies the object, believing me, me it to Gene. <laughs> me, Gene here, believing it to be Haley's Comet. He ventures into the woods to find the impact site. He instead stumbles upon a large circus tent-like structure, and he and his dog are captured by mysterious clown-like aliens, the Clowns spelt with a K. That poor dog. As soon as, as soon as I I saw that shot with the dog, I was like, "No, you are not." And they did. Yes, they did. How dare you? The cat caught him with a net. That with was a the, silly. That yeah, was that was first strike. Yeah. <laughs> you don't mess with someone's dog, especially this, an adorable bloodhound. I know. With his little kerchief, he was so cute. This is like Independence Day. It's just like we had to fight back. They took the dog. <laughs> uh, shortly thereafter, Mike and Debbie arrive to investigate for themselves. Entering the structure, they de discover a complex interior with elevators and very strange rooms. They soon find a gelatinized green in cases. Uh, hey, okay, his name is Green. They soon find a gelatinized green encased in a cotton candy-like cocoon and are spotted by a clown who shoots popcorn at them from a large gun. The couple flees, pursued by a group of clowns and a ballooned animal dog that comes to life. Okay, that, uh, yeah, okay that. give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That was probably that was probably like one of the few gags I liked in this. That they like they he blows he quick blows a blue animal dog and that comes to life and, goes, and starts chasing after them. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Also, so, yeah. apparently, according to Wikipedia, the popcorn gun was the most expensive object in this movie. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh Because it, it involved like a prop that also had compressed air. Oh, everything wow. else in this movie is made is just made out of cardboard. Oh yeah, they said that the like uh, rubber masks for the uh, clowns themselves were like something they threw together for like no budget at the last minute. Um, the the things that this hasn't hit so far. So there's like a group of college age thirty somethings uh, that are have like this ice cream truck and they're going yeah. around. Everyone's like in high school, but they're all thirty five. <laughs> Um, and they're like the local menace, even though later in the movie, there is clearly a motorcycle gang. <laughs> it was just 
just freaking like yeah. These are just like stupid. There's pop. a there's a motorcycle gang like straight out of Miami Connection like hanging around too. Oh man, we got to do Miami Connection oh, yes. at some yes. point. Uh, um, but yeah, they're and they're just like the chuckleheads. Uh, there is there are two cops in this town. <laughs> One that is Mr. Good Cop and one Mr. Old I'm not do I don't care cop. One angry cop who's convinced ever like he's the worst policeman ever. Yes. Yeah. So uh narrowly escaping, Mike and Debbie travel to the police station to report the incident to Debbie's ex-boyfriend, Deputy Dave Hansen, and his curmudgeonly partner, Deputy Curtis Mooney. Not on Mooney's watch. He kinda <laughs> sounds like he kinda sounds like those at Nielsen. Well, a little bit. Like he's he's definitely he is the one definitely like working at this working he's, this role. He's like uh, yeah. he's he's giving you the modicum of acting. Yeah. Like everybody else is just kind of like, hey, whatever. I'm just doing my lines and everything. But he has like a few like really weird tense scenes with the with the clowns where you're just like, dude, you're trying. I <laughs> applaud you, but you're trying. Oh, but yeah, it's not. I still get go to the fact that the main character's name is Mike Tobacco. Mike Tobacco. Yeah, I don't know, know what they were thinking. <laughs> uh, let's see. So the skeptical Mooney believes the story to be a hoax. After taking Debbie home, Mike and Dave return to the woods only to find the circus tent has vanished, leaving a large crater in its place. They then travel to Lover's Lane only to find all the cars abandoned and covered in a cotton candy-like substance. Back in town, the clowns arrive and begin capturing townspeople in cocoons using ray guns that resemble toys. Several clowns pre perform pranks and mock circus acts, all resulting in the deaths of several onlookers. Yeah, this is where like the clowns have like a sense of humor, like they're ostensibly here to eat, like catch people to eat them, but they're just like, oh, we're gonna be clown, we're gonna like play around first. I have this weird like hypothesis to try and make the sense of this that. Like the clowns have some sort of hypnotic projection that they put on people. Oh yeah, like they yeah they like hypnotize you into being entertained, and that's how they that's how they get you. I don't know. My favorite gag was when there's the pup hand puppets, and the guy's watching this hand puppet thing, and the guy is the male hand puppets like trying to hit on this girl hand puppet, and she keeps saying no, and he doesn't listen, so she shoots him with the ray gun. My favorite part is the guy who's watching is laughing, and then slowly the hand puppet of the girl with the gun turns around and looks at him, and the look they have painted on her face yeah. is just the best look ever. L little angry face. She just looks so angry. It's like, how are you laughing at me? And then, of course, the clown pops up. So The clown's just going doing setting up these <laughs> gags, and then people are like, oh, what's this? And they invest they got like the clown outside the, the fast food restaurant. Oh, that one was super oh, yeah. creepy. Because he creepy, was targeting but, just that one girl. Yeah, but also, like, no one else is look even bothers to glance out the window. Yeah. Well, that's why I think it's some sort of hypnotic projection, because he was, like, able to hide himself, even though he's just like, come here, little girl, come here. Yeah. Well, I, also, these clowns are obviously really messed up looking. They yeah, don't well, look No right. girl, but, oh, I'm going to go see. She would instantly just start screaming. Yeah, exactly. It, it would be like actually approaching the it clown. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Two, two, two. Uh, you had the other scene that you had with the like hand puppet 
The yeah. other hand pu- like the shadow oh, puppet. The shadow oh, yeah. Well, that, that was actually one's like, part of the plot. The later. So I actually kind of liked the, the special effect on that one. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, let's see. So uh, Mike and Dave witness one of the clowns using shadow puppets. Now we're at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, to shrink a crowd of people into the palm of its hand and dump them into a sack of popcorn. Revealed to be sentient creatures that eagerly gobble up their human prey. Well... Okay, that doesn't sound right. So what happens is, I guess the popcorn kernels are live things, and what happens is they get, once they find a nice dark place, they grow into these weird it's like the clown lar- faces. Clown larval states. Yeah, it's really, really freaking weird. And Back. actually kind of nightmare fuel, that part was. Yeah, well, spooky, spooky accomplished. Yeah. Uh, back at the police station, Mooney is inundated with calls from townspeople reporting uh, incidents with the clowns, but he dismisses all of them. Even from the drugstore guy, who is obviously <laughs> not a college student, and I can't believe he thinks that uh, the whole town is out to get him, considering but he's the police. He's very bad at his job. It's like, but dude, you could arrest people for calling in and making false like accusations like that and wasting your time. Like, you, the police can't arrest you for stuff like that. So why he thinks the whole town would be dumb enough to like just play this one big joke on him? Like he's so important. He's a bad cop. I guess so. What a dummy. And the other deputy, Dave Hansen, is the good cop. Uh, let's see. So, to do, do, inundated with calls. Soon after, a clown arrives at the station and Mooney arrests it, believing it to be a teen prankster. Dave returns to the station to find two prisoners in case cocoons. And now, escape clown using a deceased Mooney as a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> that was really messed up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I love how the, he, he was bleeding from the mouth. But where he bled from the mouth made a perfect line like he was a dummy. Yeah. That was pretty smart. Yep. Uh, Dave shoots the clown several times before destroying its nose, which causes it to spin wildly and explode. We found their weakness to get to shoot their red nose. That's why you don't steal a clown's red nose, man. <laughs> they come after you. Or yep. explode. Or they explode. One of two things. Yep. Elsewhere in town, Mike meets up with his friends Rich and Paul, the Tenenzi brothers, Michael Siegler and Peter Likasi, it has mentioned here. Uh, And using the intercom of an ice cream truck, they drive around town attempting to warn people of the invading clowns. At Debbie's house, Popcorn, stuck to her clothes for an earlier encounter with the clowns, mutates into monsters and attacks her. She fends off the creatures, but another group of clowns arrive and and trap her in a giant balloon. Yeah, sometimes they like, sometimes they just kill people. A lot of times they trap you in a cotton candy cocoon. And then for her, they trap her inside of a giant ball. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't understand what, why she was in a balloon. Okay, guys, we caught the love interest. She gets a special little kiss. We're not going to eat her, apparently. Uh, let's see. Did you do so? Uh, Mike, Dave, and the Terenzi's witness. Uh, Terenzi's, I think that yeah, Terenzi's. Uh, witness Debbie's capture and give chase, following the clowns to an amusement park and the relocated circus tent. Uh, journeying through a fun house leading to the clown's lair, the Terenzi brothers become separated and meet two female-looking clowns because they. And one of them, the boobs are. Is like totally growing the whole time in that one shot. Well, yeah, because they're total horn dogs. Yeah. So that was the that was the thing earlier. They were like, oh, we picked up these girls, and they're just yeah. Are you Debbie's roommates? They never explain how they get away from them. 
They just do. I don't think you want to know. I don't think you want to know. Oh, yeah. I don't think you want to know. I hope they were no, more protection, me, Tell me in, in in excruciating detail. No, I don't even want... Sexy clowns from outer space. They were not sexy <laughs> at all. Uh, after, let's see, after Dave and Mike witness a clown using a crazy straw to drink gelatinized townspeople, they rescue Debbie and flee into a maze full of tricks and traps. When they emerge, the trio find themselves under a massive circus tent and surrounded by clowns. The Terenzis arrive with their ice cream truck and use the intercom to distract the clowns. A gargantuan clown marionette, Jojo the Clownzilla. They ever actually say that in the movie? I never recall them say that. Uh, descends from the ceiling, breaks free of its strings, and attacks. After Jojo destroy, destroys the ice cream truck, apparently killing the Terenzis, Dave creates a distraction, and Mike and Debbie are able to escape the structure. The tent begins to spin and rises into the air, revealing to be a massive spaceship. Back inside, Jojo grabs hold of Dave, who removes his police badge and uses it to destroy yeah, the clown's what happened? nose. Did he throw the police star like a shuriken or something? <laughs> he just kind of like he grabbed his police badge. Ugh. And he just throws it at the clown's nose, and the nose explodes like, ah. Uh, their, their noses must be made out of glass or something. <laughs> Seems like a weak point. It's it's like having an alien race that's weak to water. Um, no one would be stupid enough to make a movie like that. No one would. Uh, Jojo explodes, destroying the entire ship along with him. Debbie and Mike briefly mourn the loss of their friends until a clown car suddenly drops out from the sky and Dave and the Terenzi brothers emerge, covered in a f- uh, covered in the female clown makeup, with their clothes torn. Evidently, clown females were not as murderous and enjoyed fun more than the male thank, portion of the thank, species. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thank you, thank you uh, for that editorializing, Wikipedia editor. I said I didn't want to think about it uh, too hard. Somebody thought about it a little hard. Oh, we know who it was now. <laughs> it was Sabrina. <laughs> what? <laughs> Disgusting. No. As the group watches the fireworks created by the exploding ship, pies fall from the sky and hit them in their faces. Wasn't that guy previously in the movie melted by pies? Yes, they all yeah. died. So does everyone die at the end of the movie? Yes. I guess so. It's the only way it could have happened. Only, only logical thing that makes sense. And uh, that's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ugh. It is a movie. It has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Christopher Titus was in this? No. Oh. He was Bob McCree. Who was that? No clue. Obviously not very high on here. Bob McCreed as Chris Titus. I don't know. Maybe he was one of the people at Lover's Lane. Uh, let's see hmm. some of the details of this movie. Uh, this movie has that weird '80s like horror movie. Like every everything is made of like greasy latex. Yeah, it's really gross. It is. Uh, scene in which the car, the car is thrown over a cliff was initially intended to be a far more spectacular, uh, but the sling rope uh, snapped, uh, and therefore it just kind of like fell over the embankment and caught on fire. Okay. <laughs> it's very good. Only get one shot at this. Is like this is, this is your bridge over the river Kwai moment. Can't screw it up. Uh, there are interesting simul- similarities between the blob and this movie. Both have a first victim who is an old geezer living in a cabin who has a dog. 
Both movies have a decent cop named Dave who does not believe the young people and a crabby older cop who seems to have a grudge against young citizens. <laughs> uh, this may surprise you, but a uh, horrorcore rap group, the Insane Clown Posse, oh has sampled dialogue from this movie twice. You know, I now that you say it, I believe it. Uh, another thing, the restaurant name Big Top Burger is a reference to the movie being about clowns. Somebody on IMDb. Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, and let's see. Uh, as John Maserari returned, the music master tapes of the studio people in the accounting and legal department completely dismissed killer clowns as being a complete failure that will die a quick death. Mazari responded, well, you don't get it. There are people that will love this movie. He's not wrong. Yeah, there certainly was. It is a cult classic. Um, Sabrina, is there anything you would like to say about Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I don't think I could say anything more. <laughs> if that doesn't explain to you the movie, I don't know what else will. I think it is a good background movie. It, if, you, if you have a spooky party... And you need something on the TV that people will eat food and then look at the TV every once in a while and yeah, go, and you can, like, that's slip, a weird thing. You can slip in and out of, yeah, I guess. I think there are better movies for that purpose. Well, okay, what would you, uh, if you had a party and you were to put some stuff on. Like a Halloween to, party? Yeah, I mean, like stuff that you would just put on just to have a background. You could have the uh, the Elvira uh, movie. That would probably be a good one. Mm. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid would probably be okay. You know, just your collection of dumb movies that are not going to actually cause anybody to actually want to sit down and watch them. Oh. Because mm. you wouldn't want to have a real horror. Like, you wouldn't want to actually put on something that would be really engaging. You want something kind of dopey so conversation continues. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the original Ned Living Dead. Mm, yeah, you could, I could see that. Um, I mean, that one's actually pretty serious, though. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's trying to find the... Like hokey. Uh, what is the what's the one, the Night of the Living Dead where they're like at the mall? That's kind of like weird and kooky. The 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 original or the new one? Well, are there two of them now? Yeah, Oof. there's the 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 Day of the Dead remake or Dawn of the Dead remake. Is they're in a mall, but that's like a serious horror movie. So yeah, I, the, I know the one that they did like immediately after Day of the Dead was like weird because it was like all anti-commercialism and. Like yeah, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, hmm. Killer Clowns. Hey, Eric, what'd you think? <sighs> I don't know. This felt like I was watching like a like Mr. Science Theater movie. This felt like I was watching Hobgoblins again. It is. It was like slightly better made. Um, I don't. Know, I really don't like this genre because it was like, it was neither funny nor scary. So I was like, this is really pointless. Yeah, I will admit I tuned out pretty good but that's why i say it's one of those good like background movies because if i was sitting there trying to concentrate on the plot there's not a lot there no there isn't if i mean I, like in yeah you're it's it honestly is not that scary at all it's just a lot of like people running around and then it's like okay we thought up this other weird thing to happen now i mean if, if you're someone who's affected by that that really gross 80s like greasy latex kind of monster look like kind of a pseudo John Carpenter stuff, like yeah, maybe. But oh, please don't compare that to John Carpenter. Well, I mean, but he used a lot of practical effects. And yeah, so, he did, but it was, it looked way better than. Oh this yeah, movie yeah, did. of course. But I just mean that there's like a genre of '80s movies like this where yeah, it's like okay, yeah, synthesizer I guess. music, uh, like 
all the like prosthetics and like practical puppet work for the right. monsters, and they're all like covered in KY jelly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was the it was the time. Yep, the I, grand I, days of KY. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Like, yeah, <laughs> KY support like uh, funded this movie. <laughs> KY was used a lot. And you'll find it was even used in for, the next movie. For all the clown sex, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, especially in the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, deleted scenes that we didn't that you didn't see in that one. And you will not want to see. All right. Uh, Killer Clowns. I would, as I said, I think it's good background music, <sighs> but it's really not that great. No. And that's why I'm surprised it has like a 77%. Well, as said, it is like a cult classic. It is revered for its not being goodness. I mean, that's fine. It's very very cheesy and campy. I like cult classics, but I don't know. This one isn't really something I'd be like, you have to see this movie. Better better horror comedy, like Young Frankenstein. I mean, that's that's like a pure comedy. Yeah, that's pure comedy. A much better, like I would way rather have that on at a party because then it's like, a movie everyone kind of knows, and then they, you, you, when you, you tune in at random points, like, oh, I remember this, and you laugh along with it. And, yeah, I was... Eh. 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 Ernest Scared of Stupid has Ernest in it, so it's fun. <laughs> Negative point, it has Ernest in it. <laughs> no, I still like Ernest. <laughs> All right, then with that, uh, next episode, we're going to get back into that KY jelly. Ooh, I'm excited for this next movie. <laughs> yes, this is this has been a thing. I have, uh, so a little bit of backstory. I've obviously have watched this uh, movie you, before. You, you said we were going to do this movie, and then I went like, and, then, like, and like a chef's hat appeared on my head. <laughs> you you did the, uh, the Emperor's New Groove just right. Yeah. You know, um, but basically, I have a thing with some of my good friends that I do that we do the uh, the Carl Weathers uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger handshake. Oh yeah, that, that is just a thing that we do. Insert um, yeah, yeah. It is it is my way to bond with people that I, I have difficulty bonding with, uh, or that you know basically it's just a thing that we can do. You do you do midair arm wrestling and then like clap hands together and there's like an insert shot that just lingers for a second or two. Yeah, it's, I just appreciate the bulging muscles. There's a lot of bulging oh, this muscles. Movie, this movie itself is constantly flexing. So so to talk about our next flex, our next movie is going to be Predator. Next, yeah. So excited. Get ready for some uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger this was on my guns. List. This was on my list of like, ooh, is this movie still good? And you get to find out next week. Yes, you do. Uh, so we will catch you next week for for that. Uh, you can find us at satfriendsclub.com. Uh, you can download us pretty much everywhere. I just need to get us on Spotify. I know people are like, oh, I want you on Spotify. I'm like, well, okay, I'll get you on Spotify. That's we got fine. you, fam. Um, you can go ahead and find us on Twitter, satfriendsclub.com. If you feel like you like these shows, you can go over to uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash satfriendsclub if you want to be part of our Discord, find out the early episodes, be part of our group, um, be able to submit ideas for episodes, and also find out when we do our recording time so that you can listen live over on kcrhradio.com. Yep. We will we will periodically do fan picks, so... Yep. Um, and we, usually we don't lose them. <laughs> usually doesn't. It's only when Nicole sends those in. 
Uh, all right, we will catch you next week where we will be donning our uh, invisibility suit and stalking you in the jungle. Uh, it will be a good, good time. We will have a sequel with Danny Glover. Yes. Uh, but till then, we will go ahead and see you next week or if you're listening live in just a few minutes. So uh, we will catch you next episode for more Saturday Friends fun. Till then, sleep well, everyone. Bye-bye. Stay out of the circus. <laughs>